everyone, and welcome to All of the Above, uh, the podcast where we couldn't decide whether to focus on theology, sharing stories, discussing books, or contemplating philosophy of ministry, so we've just chosen to do All of the Above. Uh, my name is Jonathan Franklin, and I'm joined today by the one and only Trevor Hoffman, uh, who's rumored to be able to leap tall buildings in a single bound, uh, as long as there's no one watching. <laughs> Trevor, how are you doing today? Those are not rumors. That's fact, and I'll do it. I'll do it right in front of you, man. Don't even don't even tip me. I'll do it right now. With COVID, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll head over uh, to Ridgewood in the second seat. Pop up on the roof. Sweet. Yeah, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good. Uh, we miss you, obviously. Recording this over Zoom. Yeah, uh, which is a little came down with the vid, baby. <laughs> it, it was bound to it was bound to happen at some point. Yeah. If that's why my if, if that's why my voice sounds especially I don't know rich and sultry that's why you know <laughs> excuse me or if you sound plagued in coffee what yeah a little bit of both <laughs> so if you haven't guessed by the the title of the podcast our topic today is buildings um, so the burning question for you Trevor is if you could visit one fictional building. What would it be? Mm. You know, it's really funny. I almost said the Taj Mahal, but <laughs> Taj Mahal is definitely not fictional. So, um, and I don't even know why the Taj Mahal came to my mind. It's not, I'm not even especially interested in going to the Taj Mahal. Is the ta- is Taj Mahal someone's name? I have no you know, clue. It makes me think of Taj Maori, uh, the the guy from. Uh, you know, uh, what was that show that he was in? Oh it was, my, it was a Disney Channel show. Taj Maori. He had the two twin older sisters that were his sister sister. That that is a name I have not heard in a very long time. I wonder what Taj Maori is up to. Fictional place I'd go to is Taj Maori's house. Smart kid, <laughs> smart guy. That's the name of it. That's the fictional place I'd go to. His house, wherever he lived. Dang. See, I was thinking like Hogwarts or. You know, like the house from Narnia, but oh yeah, I guess I... Nari's house. <laughs> That's what I should have thought about those. Man, sorry. <laughs> I love it. Anyway. 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 So, um, for those of you listening who haven't heard, um, maybe living under a rock, I don't know. Um, the Church of Greer Station has, has recently been gifted a building at 407. Uh, Ridgewood Drive. Um, and we're in the process of, of raising funds and, and renovating uh, that property. Um, Trevor, would you mind sharing just like a five-minute story for Ridgewood for those who may not have it, heard it? Yeah, yeah, it really is an amazing story. And we've we've kind of called this story a gift of grace. Um, it, as we're going to talk about in a minute, I mean, if you're familiar with our church, you know that we were, we, we've been nomadic since day one. Um, we planted in 2014, and we've met in so many different locations, uh, schools and dance halls and other dance halls and uh, churches. And shoot, last year we met out on the lawn at Resurrection Church for a little while. Um, and uh, yeah, so so we've, we've been nomadic, and we, we knew that we wanted a long-term place to, to sort of put down our roots. Um, and uh, yeah, back in August, um, we we connected with uh, the the pastor at Grace Place, Ridgewood Baptist Church, which was operating as Grace Place at that time. And um, the ministry got to a point where they could no longer sustain the facilities, and uh, they just needed to shut things down. And they asked if we wanted to take over the building. 
And so uh, we took about two weeks to pray and just seek the Lord's uh, uh, spirit and wisdom on that. And we, we just felt confirmed and, and wanting to move forward with that. And so we did. In August 9th, 2020, the church voted to gift us the facilities. And we spent the, the fall cleaning up the property, securing the property, getting the property title in our name. And September 25th, we got the title in our name. October 22nd, we got the property completely secured. We had some some issues with some illegal activity there in the property, but it got completely secured. And then we spent, you know, as I said, a bunch of time and uh, time uh, and money, frankly, cleaning it up, um, getting it ready to where we could get a contractor in place to begin the renovations. So we uh, we got our Chip and JoJo on there for a little bit, got a little bit more, a little bit more Chip and JoJo to do. Um, <laughs> and uh, that, yeah, that's the, that's the super brief version. I mean, we're super thankful. I mean, you know, God just providentially worked it out uh, so that we could, we could be given this building and it's, um, you know, the, the immensity of the gift, you know, the, the, the size of, of what the Lord has done is not lost on us. You know, we're, we're just completely and consistently blown away as to what he's done. And I'm uh, just super grateful. That we have a, a place to take root and a place to uh, a ground zero from which to make Jesus's name known here in Greer into the ends of the earth. Man, I, I still get goosebumps every time. Yeah. Yeah. I hear, the, I hear the story. It's right on. Or as the Brits would call them goose pimples. Yes. <laughs> goose pimples galore. <laughs> Um, not a fan of that. Hogwarts. Uh, you want to go to Hogwarts, you got to you got to say things like goose pimples. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, so, so given some of uh, TC Justice's more, like you said, nomadic history, um, moving from venue to venue and whatnot, how how has TC just kind of viewed buildings thus far? Yeah, that's really good. Um, we just said we wanted to make it better wherever we, wherever we went, we wanted to make it better. Um, so when we were at the spinning Jenny, you know, we tried to, we tried to actually like help with the space and uh, you know, we, we had some work days there and um, you know, just tried to, just try to, to be a good tenant. We wanted to make it better. Same thing with Chandler Creek. You know, when we were at Chandler Creek, we wanted to be really intentional about loving the teachers and the students at Chandler Creek. Um, and the you know nearly thousand students who walk through the walk through the hallways there. So we, we always said we wanted to make it better, you know, leave it better than we found it. We also said we wanted the the place where we were located to shape the ministry. Um, you know, be kind of kind of a bloom where you're planted kind of thing. You know, be present and um, serve where you're at. And so uh, the the building for us was it, it wasn't um, it wasn't like incidental. Um, or secondary, you know, it was like, we, we want to, we want to be where we're at and we want to take seriously, you know, the charge to love these particular neighbors around these particular locations. And it's some of our most consistent fruit um, in terms of like community engagement and community ministry came when we were located in one place um, for longer periods of time. So yeah, we, we, we it, it was a, it was a neat, way for us to get to serve different aspects of the community and get to, uh, you know, hopefully enrich the places that, that we inhabited. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's, I've always been part of a church that's kind of light on its feet. I yeah. mean, it's kind of the, what I grew up with in military chapels, we'd meet in um, other spaces, borrowed spaces most of the time. 
Mm. Um, and there's just something, something about that, that I don't know, brings a richness to the whole experience for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and kind of settling down, is there a, like, is there a fear in that? Is there a, mm. a difficulty in that? Or Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, the, there is the fear. Fear maybe is too strong of a word. I mean, maybe it's a pitfall that we're aware of. You know, we, we don't want it to change anything about our essential ethos or our essential vibe. We hope it's, you know, we hope that settling down in one place is a, uh, that it increases who we are. and doesn't, mm. doesn't like crowd it out. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a, it's a way to kind of throw fire or, or throw gas in the fire. That is TCGS. You know, that, that's what mm. we hope. And it, we're, we're simple. We're rooted. We're personal. We're about making Jesus known. It's about Jesus. And so we, we hope that a building just increases that rather than um, detracts or distracts from that. I mean, there's, as I was thinking about like a philosophy of building, you know, or a philosophy or theology of place, I was thinking that like, there's obviously a way to overdo it. You know, you can, you can spend bukus of, of dollars on huge elaborate buildings that, you know, get the church into tons of debt and, you know, it straps ministry money is always having to be raised and devoted to maintaining the monstrosity, you know, um, you can't give or send missionaries or do ministry in the community because you just have this kind of extreme focus on buildings. And, um, I mean, honestly, I'm super allergic to that. Like, you know, and I'm sure you are, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are too that. And it's something that we've said in the process is like, we, we don't want this thing to become an end in itself. You know, this is not the, this is not the, uh, the finish line for our, for a ministry. It's, it's the, it's the, the little pot of soil or the, or the, the patch of land where this little potted plant gets to like take root and, and really grow and, and, and provide shade for its neighbors. Um, so in the process we've said, we've not wanted to burden the church with, you know, huge amounts of debt with, um, you know, the, this, these huge uh, building restraints, you know, uh, we, we rather hope this kind of unleashes to a greater degree who we are. And, and I do think there's also a way to underdo buildings or a way to, I don't know, maybe discredit how helpful buildings actually are in that. Um, you know, you hear the phrase church is a people, not a place, or it's a, a people, not a building. And that's obviously, obviously super true. But there is maybe this kind of naive, I don't know, um, assumption that because because a, a church, you know, plant can can make it as a mobile church, you know, for six seven years, that you know, surely it should be able to do that for the for the lifetime of its you know existence. Or or, or folks might say, you know, churches in China and India don't have these these big elaborate buildings and, and they make it work. And it's like, yeah, I mean, uh, obviously. You, you, like we said, we want to preserve some of our essential features, but it's just frankly helpful and really practical to have a place to call home. Um, and, and, and really the way that I've thought about it is in the same way that you, the same way that you think about your own house, the same way that, I mean, am I allowed to say this, Jonathan, that you guys are? Yeah. Okay. You guys are officially on the house hunt. So you understand how helpful it is or how, you know, beautiful it's going to be for your family to have a place to put down roots and to, and to do its thing, um, to have a home to beautify and have a home to, uh, take good care of, have a, 
you know, have a lovely space to inhabit and uh, having a place to open up for others, you know, to show hospitality. Mm. All those things are really important. Absolutely. Yeah. When I think, when I think about, it, I think about like the, the houses that are, um, and the neighbors that will be immediately across the street. Yeah. And how, quite frankly, that, that building, I, I would imagine, has been somewhat of a thorn in their side mm. for, for years. Mm. Um, and just what, what a picture of the, the gospel, um, mm. something that was dark and, and dead and falling apart is being yep. made new. Um, no and, and just the impact that we can have on them, on that neighborhood, um, the continued ministry we, opportunities we get to have in Greer. Um, because it's right down the road. Um, it's just, it, it's incredible. Yeah, that's right on. Yeah. I mean, we've said it's a kind of like a, like a, I don't know, a parable or an opportunity to make, you know, Jesus is renewing, revitalizing power tangible for our, mm. for our neighborhood. And to get, you know, to, to look at a couple of scriptures that have Genesis two, seven written down here. And as we think about place, um, I thought of this passage in particular, Genesis two, seven says the Lord God, formed the man of dust from the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. The man became a living creature and the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the East. And there he put the man whom he had formed to work the garden. It's like fundamentally humans are placed somewhere. Humans are, are creatures that, that inhabit a space. God puts Adam in a garden. Um, and that, picture of God putting Adam in the garden is true of each of us on an individual level. They're like the God has, God has placed us somewhere and that our place and the, the, the spaces we inhabit are not a negligible feature of who we are. It's actually, it's a deep part of our humanity, you know, that we, I, th- that I exist here in this, you know, very stout, very handsome five foot 10, 200 pound muscular frame that I inhabit. And that's, I mean, and that's a, <laughs> why are you laughing at that? That's a legitimate part of, of what it means to be me as I inhabit this space. And my personal story is wrapped up at places like 204 Hunterswoods Drive. And it, I mean, it, and it's not a, I don't know, it's not, it's not a small thing that last year my parents sold our childhood home. And I don't know, that, that, was, that was a weird experience. And, and I think it just goes to show like we are, humans are, are creatures that, long for home and long for place. I think you guys did a podcast about that recently. Wizard of Oz, longing for home. Um, mm-hmm. and to be human is to, is to fundamentally be somewhere physically. Um, and we remember, I mean, Jesus takes on flesh. Jesus is placed in the garden of sorts. You know, Galatians 4 says that he's born under a woman, uh, 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 born of a woman, born under the law. He's physically resurrected. He's physical, embodied forever. And so th- there is something just inescapably uh, human about being somewhere, being in a place. And so we want to have kind of a thick sense of place um, as we think about this building and recognize that like, so, you know, God God puts Adam in a garden and he is putting our church in a garden, um, a real place in real time, a somewhere that we can, that we can call our home as a church family. Mm. Um, Yeah. So, So, Go ahead. I was just going to ask. So, so for those who may be listening, who are, are members of TCGS, or uh, those who may have just found this podcast, um, hopefully on the top twenty-five podcasts on uh, Spotify. You know, um, I'm certain of that. Right. Um, and 
just kind of hear, hear us talking about this, preparing for, for the place where God, God has put us um, at Ridgewood Drive. Um, how can we start preparing for that now? Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, I mean, w- one thing that we've asked everybody to do is, is to pray and um, pray, for, pray for the building. Um, pray, pray that God would use those bricks and that mortar for his glory. Um, pray for, pray for the neighbors, um, pray for the folks, like you mentioned, the folks across the street, you know, for whom this place have been an eyesore, you know, pray for them, you know, pray, pray for the hearts of the neighborhood that as we go about meeting people in the neighborhood, as we preach the gospel, that the Lord would prepare hearts to be receptive to the gospel. Um, pray for the money that we're trying to raise, but we're currently, we're currently trying to raise money right now to get the building renovated. Um, it needs a, a, a good bit of renovations. Not, it, it, um, you know, we, we feel like the Lord is, is going to provide what we need there. Uh, but keep, but pray for that money, ask the Lord to provide it. Um, and then maybe even ask as, as you pray, like that the Lord would keep our vision forefront, you know, for what this building is, is going to be that he, he would guard us from the pitfalls of, you know, idolatry overdoing it or becoming, insular and thinking about our building is only for ourselves, you know, pray, pray that we would have a, you know, a hospitable and um, generous spirit with the way that we go about using this building moving forward. And that it would, you know, like I said, be, be gas in the fire through TCGS already is pray for those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'd also ask give, if you're listening to this and you um, are familiar with our church or somewhat familiar with our church, um, or used to go to our church, or currently go to our church, whatever it might be, um, we, we'd ask you to consider giving, consider helping us. Um, it is going to take all of us to be able to make this work. And like we said, we're, we're confident that the Lord is going to provide what we need. But uh, yeah, we, we would ask you to give. Um, you can do that on our website. We can post the link to the uh, page on our website where we've got the story and all of the different information with the specifics about the renovations. We can post that in the show notes for this episode. Uh, but yeah, those are the big things and, um, you know, certainly excited about, about what the Lord's going to do. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. I think my prayer in this is that we, we don't become one of those churches who divides over the color of the carpet, but mm. maybe be deeply rooted at 407. Mm. Yeah. Right on. And yeah, that's, that's right on. Yeah. May, may, I don't know. The, the, there's this, there's this picture in my house, this painting that we have and um, we bought it because we just felt like it represented what we wanted our house to, to be. And the picture is this, it's a, it's a house that has this tree that's growing up out of the center of the house and that the branches of the tree are kind of extending even beyond the reach of the house. And then there's people who are walking away from the house. And then there's other people who are leaving the house, pursuing those other people who are walking away from the house. And it's like, what we what we kind of envision this painting to mean is that this this house is a place of fruitfulness and warmth and and it's it's shade and life giving and uh, it it draws people in through you know hospitality and warmth and care and generosity and it's like that's what we want that's what we want our house to be um, and and it's not always that way but that's that's what we want our house to be and that's exactly I think how I think about four hundred seven Ridgewood Drive is that we we just hope that it's a it's just like a giant oak tree that has just these giant branches that provide shade and there's tire swings and there's, 
uh, tree houses and, 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 and all those things that it's a, it's a, it's a place of life and fruitfulness and shade for those who are being scorched by the sun. So, um, mm. yeah, pray that for us, man, really, if you're listening to this, pray that for us, pray that this, this building would be exactly that. Well, thank you, Trevor, for all of your words of wisdom. Um, anything else you'd like to say? A penny saved is a penny earned. Mm. That's another bit of wisdom. So there you go. Early bird gets the worm. It's another one. Tune in next week. I got, I got more where that came from. <laughs> um, so if you are interested in more information um, about the Ridgewood story, some of the renovation updates, um, how, you can, how you even can um, help us out, um, visit our website at tcgreerstation.com. Um, there's a lot of other helpful resources there um, for you to check out. Um, I hear we recently published a new blog on forgiveness. Mm. You should go check out as well. Mm. Um, kudos to yeah. uh, kudos to Frenchie Franklin for all of his work and our digital content. Um, both, both last year with the Living Room Liturgy, all of his work there, and then this year getting our blog squared away and getting this podcast squared away. So excellent work, sir. Well, thank you. We're making it happen. But thank you for for tuning in. We look forward to talking at you next month. Um, But we'll see you then.